Good evening, my name's Richard. This is over and over and over again. It's Friday evening. It can only mean one thing. It is the Arsenal Women's Weekly. We have got the game against Everton to look back on. Another good victory for the girls. A slight uh, uh, bad news again on the injury front, but we'll talk about that. Also, as well, there's a rather big game coming up this weekend on Sunday, isn't there? We play leaders Chelsea, where we have to win to stay in the title race. So a really, really big game. We'll look ahead to that as well. Plus, of course, all the other usual bits and pieces as well. Plus, uh, all your comments as well, any questions that you might have for us um, as well. So it's all going to come up the other side of this. To Arsenal now, Frieda Marnham again inside here, looking for a second goal. Oh, she's got a second goal. That seals it, Frieda Marnham again. So we've got a slightly depleted panel this week, but we do have Andreas with us as usual, and we will be hearing from Matt and Amar as well via video link as usual. You okay this week, Andreas? Yeah, good evening, everybody. Yes, I'm not bad at all, and uh, I'll try to do my best uh, as Amar and Matt are not here. So, yeah, I'll give my opinion, and um, I hope we will have interesting discussion. Yes, I'm sure we will. And I say Matt and Amar have both sent in uh, some videos as well on the various different topics that we're going to be talking about now. Um, I suppose only one place we can really start, of course, that was Wednesday evening, early evening kickoff away at Everton. And although Arsenal got the result that we needed in the end, not, not a great performance, which we'll talk about, the whole game really was overshadowed, wasn't it, by that another really, really serious injury to one of the Arsenal players this season. It's it's just mad how we've suffered so much this season with these injury problems. And this one, totally different to the other ones. You know, the previous injuries that we've had have been um, just maybe players landing awkwardly, mainly, hasn't it, with the ACL injuries. This one was uh, a really, I thought, a really, really bad tackle, an unnecessary tackle, over-the-ball tackle. They're the sort of tackles that generally result in, a, in an injury if you catch the player in the wrong way. And that's exactly what happened. And... It was actually, for me, it was worse to see this injury than some of the other ones because some of the other ones, they weren't contact injuries. Really. I know we could see they were bad. When you see a player get tackled like that and go down and need oxygen on the pitch, it seems worse. Obviously, the injury is not going to be worse long term. Of course not. She's not going to be out for anywhere near as long as all the other girls are that, that's got the ACLs. But it was a horrible tackle. It was a horrible incident to, to witness. And uh I know the, the young player on loan from Chelsea, um, Aggie Beaver-Jones, she, she came out with an apology online almost straight after the game. Whether that was her idea, whether the club sort of thought it was a good idea for her to do that. Personally, I didn't feel it was a, a good thing because what it led to was it led to a lot of unnecessary abuse because people saw that and obviously they're going to jump on it because she's tweeted something out and maybe it would have been better to have just left it, said her apologies in, in, in private to Leah and maybe just got on with it. I mean, you know, the one thing that made me kind of not angry so much, but when she said, I'm not that kind of player, well, I'm sorry, but as soon as you make a challenge like that, you become that type of player because you've done a challenge like that that's injured a player. And I'm not saying she intended to do it because she, she didn't, but it was an unnecessary challenge. She'd lost the ball. She'd overrun the ball. She wasn't going to get it. It was, you know, it was a ridiculous challenge to make. And um, 
I, I don't know. I, I didn't like it at all. And when you saw the replays of it, the more replays you saw, the worse it looked. And it was it started to really ang anger me. I, I don't agree with any abuse to, to, to that player. Any player is not right. People should, should not do that. But it was a bad tackle. I'm, I suppose fair enough for her to apologise. I didn't think that was necessarily the, a good idea at that time when everyone was feeling raw about it. But, you know, they made that decision. And But, yeah, I mean, luckily, the injury maybe isn't quite as bad as it could have been. And it seems like Leah might only be out for six weeks, which is still six weeks too much. Um, but she may make the World Cup um, on a positive note, which is good because she should be at the World Cup. You know, uh, Switzerland's captain, very great, great player, as we know. But again, it just seems strange, isn't it? An on-loan player from Chelsea a few days before we play Chelsea um, does a tackle that puts one of our best players, another one of our best players out of the game. I mean, Andres, what did you make of that tackle? Because it wasn't pretty, was it? Let's be honest. It was a bad tackle. It was unnecessary. A horrible foul, yes, uh, but it was not intention, intentional and she she didn't want to hurt uh, Leah. So, no. yeah, <laughs> these tackles happen in a match, but it, it was, yeah, it was a bad tackle and, and the red card was the right decision. But uh, I think uh, you can't prevent these sort of tackles or fouls from from football totally it's it's impossible it happens um, the same as mistakes happen I, I don't want to apologize this but um, I think the reaction from from Leah was the right one when when she mm -hmm. made the statement on Instagram that uh, no abuse no hate uh, should should be against Aggie Beaver Jones uh, this was uh, and unfortunately this was necessary to post it from from Leah yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's that's uh, the, another bad thing. And uh, yeah, you say it it was not necessary from uh, Beaver Jones to make her statement, but uh, we don't know what happened on on her account, uh, how much abuse or hate she got. And this is this is also the wrong way. Even if it was a horrible foul, a wrong tackle, and it was yes, uh, undoubtedly. But uh, no player should be. Um, treated with, with hate or abuse uh, on social media. That's Absolutely. the wrong reaction. You, you can't uh, make a mistake uh, undone when, when you send hate messages uh, on, on a Facebook account. So, uh, yeah, what, what, what should you say? Uh, the reaction from both was uh, or needs respect, and especially from, from Leah, her reaction that she said, um, this, this happens in football. It's it's um, it's the bad part that injuries happen, but don't don't send uh, abuse or hate messages messages to to this uh, player. Yeah, and on the other side is it was a foul. It was unnecessary tackle. And how could she do this? She, she must learn from this. And and she can't apologize uh, by saying I'm only 19. I'm a young player. Uh, she's 19. She's she's a young adult woman <clears throat> and and a professional in in football. And so uh, it's her responsibility. She can't excuse by uh, I'm I'm all, uh, I'm still young. Uh, yeah. but, uh, as much as we discuss it, we can't change it or or make it undone. Uh, the injury happened. We will miss Leah for two important matches for the season and. Uh, if she makes it to the World Cup, that's that would be a good development because she she turned 30. It will be her last World Cup probably, and uh, 
she's the captain of her national team. So it would be terrible uh, if she misses this this opportunity. So all the best wishes for her and that the recovery really uh, goes so quick that it's only only six weeks out. But uh, nevertheless, six weeks is is a terrible long time to be injured and to be out, and then to have to have this this tournament in front of you and going into this tournament uh, with with uh, six weeks without training. So yeah, terrible situation, and it killed our match. It killed it killed the the atmosphere. Or yeah, of course everybody was happy about the three points, about the win. But uh, after the match, I, I had the feeling, okay, we have won. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, normally, I would have been totally happy, three points and three points ahead of City. But after the match, it was, uh, yeah, okay, three points. But but another injury. Unbelievable. This this curse continues. So I don't know what to say more about, about this injury. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is unbelievable. The number of key players we've locked... <coughs> We've lost this season and, you know, we'll talk about the Chelsea game a bit later, but to go into a game like that so important without half our team, really, half our first choice team is is just incredible, incredible. And, you know, the fact that we've, that the results that we've managed to produce this season, we've mentioned it plenty of times on the show, haven't we, with all the players we've had uh, injured and to do what we've done this season, you know, yes, you know, we, we're probably not going to win the WSL you never know. Miracles happen. We've still got two games left to win and, and who knows, but we probably aren't going to win the league. Um, you know, we, we we were unlucky in the Champions League. We got the furthest that we've got for 10 years and we did win the Continental Cup. I mean, amazing effort from everybody. But, you know, I agree that the injury did, it killed the game because you could see, it's always like, isn't it? When, when, when one of your teammates suffers a serious injury in a game, especially when there's such a long while in a game to go, we saw it when Viv got injured, it kind of killed mm. that game. We saw it when Leah Williamson got injured a few weeks ago at Man U. It killed that game. And it's so, so difficult, isn't it, to, for the players on the pitch to be able to get back the intensity and the level that they had. I mean, it wasn't a great performance anyway, I didn't feel, in the first half. We got the four goals at the end, all in quite quick succession up until then. We'd struggled a bit, hadn't we, to, to get into the game. Everton played well. They were passing the ball about pretty well. They didn't create too much, but they were making it difficult for us. Uh, but in the end, we managed to, um, you know, the first goal was so important, wasn't it, um, to get that opening goal. And then we kind of went on a, a good run, didn't we, for 10 minutes, got four goals and it was game over again the second week in a row, 4-0 at half-time. But, yes. yeah, the, 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 the second half was tough. But, I mean, what did you make of the performance in that first half? Because, obviously, you know, we can't blame the injury on the first half performance. Mm -hmm. I thought we were poor for 30 minutes, really. And then we got the goal and it just settled everybody down, didn't it? And we, we moved on from there. But I don't know what went wrong with it. We looked very slow, didn't we? We looked a little bit tired, a bit leggy at the beginning of the game. And then finally we got our act together for 10 minutes and it was enough to win the game. Yeah, but uh, don't forget uh, Everton is not uh, the worst team in the in the WSL. They are, on, I don't know, exactly fifth or sixth place. So they are a, a team from, from mid of the table. So... Um, it's not so easy. It was a, a game away. Uh, you know, all the, the situation in the team with, with all the injuries. To, uh, so I wouldn't blame uh, the team for, for bad performance. It was difficult to come into the match. But uh, on the other side, uh, Everton made mistakes. They, they gifted us the first goal. And, and we, we took it. Oh, you must be there when, when the opponent makes a mistake or a wrong pass. 
uh, you must be there, you must uh, take the chance. And we did this. So um, the performance was okay, but uh, uh, yeah, we took our chances and, and we scored four goals in, in 20 minutes or so. So uh, to have the lead of 4-0 at halftime, that's okay. You can't, uh, you can't expect uh, a firework uh, in every match. And especially not at the end of the season, when when the pressure is so high, when when you go into a match and know we must win, we must win, we can't lose any points because we have this difficult away match against Chelsea. So we must have, we must collect these three points to uh, to gain uh, the, the better position against City. Uh, I think these are all points: uh, the pressure, the mental situation. So. Uh, I was uh, I was satisfied at halftime, being four 0 up, and the match was was won at halftime. And yeah, and second half, uh, as you said, uh, this this injury and and seeing seeing another key player uh, stretched off, uh, this killed our match. This killed all the emotions. And uh, yeah, but uh, I think it was in in first half uh, when Lotta made uh, this brilliant tackle against. Yes. Uh, player in in the box yeah this was an example how a tackle should be uh, this was brilliant and uh, and all credits to Lotta uh, if we remember um, two or three hours before the match uh, she got uh, the message that her boyfriend uh, Tao uh, had this uh, accident at the Giro Italia and he came to to the hospital uh, I think he needs surgery on broken hip I don't know whether she she knew all the information, but that he had an accident. This, I'm sure she knew this, and then uh, she played and she played well. So once again, a proof how how strong, how mentally strong this team is, and how they work together uh, to to cope with all these negative things that happen. And uh, in second half, yeah, uh, for the for the Everton goal, uh, it was a bad marking in in the box. Uh, the Everton player, I don't know who scored. Uh, she shouldn't have so much time and space to to make the header. But uh, and 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 we were uh, eleven against ten for about uh, forty minutes. So normally we should score more and not concede one. Yeah, but in the end, it's it's uh, a comfortable win. We got the three points. Our goal difference against City is the better uh, one. And yeah. So all in all, let's let's be satisfied with the win. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, Jonas pretty much said that after the game, didn't he? He said it wasn't the best performance, and we're, we're happy with the win, and we move on and, and prepare for for the next game. But but yeah, it wasn't. It was a very disjointed performance. But yeah, you, you, you're right about um, Lotta Wobermoy. The fact that she put in that performance again. Um, despite yeah, she, what she knew about the incident before, uh, she would have known little bits about it, I'm sure. And it must have been on her mind. And the fact that she went out there and played as well as she did, scored a goal as well, which was nice, her first yeah. goal of the season. So, yeah, it, it's great that um, that she was able to do that as well. It, you're right, it does show that this team, you know, as, as great as they are uh, at football and as great a team they are at football, it just shows that they've got that mental strength to be able to deal with adversity. And yeah, and the togetherness, yeah, exactly. And and you can see that, you know, that that's you know, it's credit to all the girls, of course it is, um, massively, but it's also credit to Jonas and the coaching staff for instilling that in them as well, because it comes from there, doesn't it? And I think yeah. Jonas has been a big, big part of that. You can see um how much they're all in it together, even the, the ones that aren't always on the pitch. 
you can see how much it means to them and how much they want to they want the team to be successful the group to be successful and it's it is great to see and when you see stuff like that going on it yes we don't like the injuries and you know if only you know we hadn't had all these injuries where might the season have gone but what it has done is at least one thing the one positive to come out of all these injuries has been the fact the team have just pulled together so much haven't they and i do think that that is great it's been great for this season because it's got us through some really tough times. But also as well, going forward, it's going to be a massive, massive um, positive, isn't it, for the team going forward next season and into the future. You know, if we can keep this, keep that strength, mental strength going forward and obviously get players fit, get some new players coming in. And we, the, the future is going to be really, really good, isn't it, when you look at the, the way we've coped this season? Because... We're never going to, well, we'll say that. Hopefully, we're never going to have a season like this again in terms of bad luck and what have you. You know, I'm hoping we don't. Um, and, you know, we, we've shown that we can we can overcome these issues. You know, Jonas has spoken about it a lot. And I think they focused a lot on that this season as well. They've had to. And it's and it's worked. It's been brilliant. And let, let's hope that, I'll say, going forward, we're going to see a lot more of this happening. Um, Terry's in the chat as always. He says, "Good evening, Richard Andreas, international man of mystery." Uh, well, you see that what what Andre, little thing that Andreas has done this week. He went to the um, English Women's FA Cup final on Sunday, and then he was at the German Women's FA Cup final uh, during the week as well. So you know, international man of mystery definitely because he's getting back to all these cup finals, which is great to see, isn't it? Um, and uh, not the result you wanted, of course, in the German final. Not the result we really wanted in the English final either, because Chelsea won and Wolfsburg won, which we. Didn't really want to happen, did we? But there you go. I suppose that's just the way it is. Was that a good game, the uh, the German Cup final? I know Wolfsburg won easily in the end, didn't they? Uh, it was easy win for for Wolfsburg, and uh, yeah, even even in the first half it was one one. Uh, but uh, they were the far better team, and Freiburg uh, had one chance, and they scored in this one chance. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, the total, a total difference to see from from a top team against a, a, a mid mid table team. So they were chanceless in in the end. And uh, uh, the 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 better cup final was the one at Wembley, and and the atmosphere was better there. Uh, in in Cologne for the German cup final, the the best uh, atmosphere was in in the stands where the Freiburg fans were. Uh, the green part of the stadium was really quiet. Uh, I think the, the Wolfsburg fans uh, traveled to Cologne and, and said, oh, we're traveling here just to to catch uh, our cup again. It was the ninth time in a row that they won the cup. So it's nothing special for them. And I was hoping for Freiburg, but well, <laughs> so it was Wolfsburg again. But uh, anyway, the experience two cup finals in, in four days was really interesting. And uh, as I said, the better one, the better atmosphere, the better match was at Wembley. And I think Chelsea deserved the win. The first half, United was better, but uh, they didn't make anything uh, out of their better performance. And uh, Sam Kerr definitely was not the best player, although she was announced as player of the match. But she was once again the player that makes the difference. 68 minutes, uh, they kept her calm. And then she had this one chance and she scored. And that... That's it. So she is really one of the best strikers in the world currently. If you like her or not, she makes the difference. And yeah. so yeah. she does. Yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. I mean, she does. She does make the difference. Of course, she does. She gets goals at big moments in big games, doesn't she? She's done it constantly, and and you know that is a that is a top player. That's what top players do, don't they? They, they can do nothing for ninety minutes, like like when we played them at the Emirates, Chelsea, when she didn't yeah. touch the ball for eighty nine minutes, and then she scores an equaliser at the end, an important goal, and that's what the big players do. And that and she did it again. I mean, you kind of felt that goal coming, actually, didn't you? Before um, before Chelsea scored. I mean, you know, Man, you had had the better of the first half, but you could sense. I could say I said at half time actually, Man, you're going to regret them chances they've missed, and Chelsea will end up probably winning. And of course, you could sense the goal coming before it did. And yeah, it was a good a good cross, a good finish, and that, that proved to be the difference. And maybe that's. I think that's where we are in the WSL, really, aren't we? I think you've got Chelsea are the, the, the finished article, aren't they? Clearly, they've been. A settled team, yes, they've got some new players, but they've still got that settled kind of team, haven't they? And you can see that they always find a way to win. Man U, up and coming side a little bit, aren't they? They've really pushed on this season, but they're still not quite there, are they? Mm. Man City always seem to be there or thereabouts, but never quite able to go that step most of the time. And then in, and in course, who I think we are the nearest to Chelsea, I think, overall. But it might not reflect that in the league this season. We'll have to see what happens at this weekend. But the difference. Yeah, Emma brought uh, Sophie Ingel and Pernil Harder, and it was fantastic uh, uh, assist from Harder. And I think they made the difference. And and if, when you see the squad depth from Chelsea, that's the difference why they win the titles. Uh, for their match on on Wednesday, Emma changed on seven positions, and and. Uh, Due to the uh, to the cup final, and she still could uh, field eleven internationals, and then bringing bring the the subs from the bench. Oh, this always makes the difference. That's why they probably win the title. Why they won the FA Cup third time in a row, uh, and that's one point we must learn from this season. We must have a, a bigger squad, more squad depth, not only. Uh, having 24 players, but you need 22, 24 international quality players that you can can change, that you can rest your players, and that's what Chelsea does. And that's why they are the best in in the country, unfortunately. But we must learn from this. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, their squad is, is the difference. There's no doubt about that. Even if they had suffered the injuries that we have this season. They still would have probably had enough in their squad to have still gone on and been successful. And we've been successful, but they would have still gone on probably and still been the team to have beat. And even if they'd lost four or five of their key players, because of this, like you said, they've got the players to to come on. I mean, making seven changes. If we made seven changes from one game to the next, we'd be struggling, wouldn't we, to to win a game? Let's be honest, we would, because our squad hasn't got that depth. And that is, you're right. We need to. That's something we need to work on over the summer. We need to work on going forward. We need to improve the depth in the squad. And hopefully, if we if we can get that right, we'll have a great chance because you can see how, how, what a great lot of players that we've got. The, the group that we've got are fantastic. We just need that. They need added to, don't they? We need extra strength and quality um, if we're going to really, really compete. Uh, Terry says, obviously, going back to the challenge, he says, to be fair, uh, I didn't think it looked that bad at first. But when you saw it again, it was horrible. Uh, she de definitely deserves to be sent off. Yeah, she did. I mean... I sort of said that she was given a yellow card initially, and I said when we saw the replay, it's like that should be a red card all day long. That should be a red card, and uh, you know the referee, whether or not she was told by the linesman, I think it seemed like she maybe was. 
and decided to give the red card. It was the right decision. And I think sometimes, I, I hoped he didn't just give the red card because of the seriousness of the injury, because sometimes that can overshadow the tackle. But the tackle deserved the red card on its own, regardless, because it was bad. We, we said that, we know that. Uh, we've got Magnificent Jaffo in the chat, and he says, my favourite people, hope you guys are doing well. We hope you're doing well as well, my friend. Good to see you. Um, that's what we want to see. Um, Terry says, good evening to Jaffo as well. Um Jeff, I says, yeah, I feel uh, sorry for Leo. Yeah, of course, we all do. Uh, but I don't think that tackle was intentional. The criticism the Everton player got is just a uh, disgrace. It's nice that Leo came out and made the statement. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, it is, yeah, it wasn't intentional. I'm not saying it was intentional. She didn't intend to hurt her, absolutely not. But it was an unnecessary tackle to make. You know, when, you, when you're overstretching for the ball, it was over the top. It was unnecessary. And, you know, I, I, yes, any abuse is wrong and that shouldn't happen. People need to like have a look at themselves and say, what, what, you know, what makes you want to send someone abuse? You know, she, she was, it's part of the game. Tackling is part of the game. We don't want to get rid of tackling, but yeah, that wasn't a nice tackle at all. And yeah, the right, the right outcome was the red card. And unfortunately um, it means Lee is going to be missing for the last part of this season. And, um, you know, Potentially, potentially the World Cup, but there you go. Um, Jeff, I says, uh, I felt that the Everton player, she was crying when uh, she came out. It was her first red card of her career. I, I don't know, you see, what what I felt was she didn't start crying until the red card. She wasn't yeah. upset because she made the tackle. She seemed, yeah, OK, I'm not saying she was happy about it, but she, she seemed OK. And then the red card came and then she got upset. It's like, you know, if you were really upset about the tackle, you would have been upset at the time, regardless of whether you got a red card or not. So it seemed like the red card upset her more than the fact that she'd done that tackle and injured a player. Maybe that was the impression it was. Maybe that's not true. But that was just the impression I got from seeing it on the pitch. Um, but anyway, um, Reggie says there, um, Kim and Walty, massive boots of filling midfield. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that whole midfield, isn't it? <laughs> you know, and even Leah Williamson, who could have stepped in and done a job there, isn't available either. So we're going to talk about the Chelsea game a little bit later on as well and the, the, the selection that we might have to make, the team selection. Um, Jaffa says there, this season has been painful to watch, especially with injuries. Yeah, that's why it's been great to watch because of the adversity that we've overcome, but it's been painful in terms of seeing every single good player get injured at some stage and missing large chunks of the season. It's been incredible, really. Uh, Terry says, these Guna girls must be cream crackered with the amount of effort they have put in this season. They should feel very proud of themselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to deserve the break in the summer, aren't they? When the season's finished in a couple of weeks' time, they deserve a break. Well, next week, they deserve a break. Um, and they have done well. You're absolutely right. They deserve... I think we all, we all are proud of them, aren't we? Because they, they deserve that. Um, Jeff, I says, yeah, Andreas, you're right. The mentality of these players is just unbelievable. Um, I really believe with the full squad that we would have won the league this season, but even reached the uh, Champions League final. Yeah, I feel for the goals. No, you're absolutely right. We, we, we'll never know, will we, where the season may have gone without the injuries. It's impossible to speculate. I'm sure we all think that we could have won at least one more trophy than the one that we won, potentially. But, you know, let's hope next season we can bounce back and we can do it. Terry says, yeah. To be fair, teams of old would have fell apart in the past, but this team have been like the three musketeers all yeah. one and one point. Exactly, yeah. You're right, yeah. It would have been easy for the team to have fallen apart. Mm -hmm. With you know, Once we got to, you know, losing losing Beth was, was obviously bad. Um, and then losing Viv so close, a lot of teams, that would have been enough to send some teams over the top. But then, you know, to lose the other players that we've lost since as well, it's, it is incredible what they've done. Um, Jeff R says there, uh, Andreas is a legend. Indeed, Andreas is a legend, absolutely. Um, Terry says, 
all his fame since being a top panelist on here, um, and he's getting invited everywhere. Andreas will be meeting the king soon. Still not to worry. good with the bad. Well, you're not our, not our king, hopefully. But anyway, um, Bongo Guna says you mean Chelsea is the. Uh, nearest to us. Well, okay, yeah, it's a, a different way of putting it. Yeah, Chelsea's the nearest to us, but unfortunately, at the minute, they are top, aren't they? And we, we're kind of trying to catch them. So, and they've been top last few years. So mm. we're the, we're the team doing the chasing, aren't we? Um, but anyway, we can only do what we can do. Um, uh, Pauline says there. Um, I don't know what that's all about. Nancy Reagan and Paul Menia. I don't know if we really want to be going down that route, do we really, particularly? But anyway, um, thank you for the comment. Now, um, we can't have a, a normal panellist in the studio, but we, as always, we got a nice video from him. So this is Amar, first of all, and this is his thoughts on the Leah Walty injury situation. Yeah, as for the injury to Leo, yeah, what can you say? I don't think you can make too much for Andy Beaver Jones. He just went in too much on a tackle. It was a shame, quarter, but the ankle looked nasty. But thankfully, we know now that it's not an ACL injury, which we feared. And yeah, she should be back for the World Cup. What an integral player she's been to this team. I mean, you will struggle to name any better, many better. If there are many better um, defensive midfielders that just work the way she does, off the ball, on the ball, so calm and composed. What a player. I mean, one of my favourite all time. And, you know, there's no one quite like Wally. She's just unique in every sense of the word. And to, yeah, she'll miss the last two games. will be a shame. I know this, people say this club is cursed, but thankfully it's not another serious knee injury. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to having her back next season, signing a new contract. Where else would you rather be? I mean, again, you're stronger to probably name, uh, as I said, and many defensive-minded midfielders are better than her. But we wish her a speedy recovery. And thankfully, as we know now, she should be fit for the World Cup. So, onwards and upwards. Yeah, I mean, she should be fit for the World Cup. We can't guarantee she will be because, as Andrea said before, with no training, Ahead of the World Cup, it's going to be difficult, isn't it, to be match ready? I, I've got a feeling she'll probably be in the squad. She'll mm. be training with the squad, and she, she may be if they progress through the competition. She may be able to play a part later on. Whether she's going to start in the first game, probably not. If we're honest, but let's see. The good news is she's, you know, it isn't as serious as it might have been, and that's the blessing that we've got. But unfortunately, it doesn't really help us for the last two games because she can't play in them, and we could have um, really, really done with her in the team but um unfortunately these things happen not been it's, it's been a mixed couple of weeks for Leah she was ill before the week before for the Brighton game she then signed her new contract and then she gets injured in the Everton game so it's been a bit up and down week for Leah hasn't it but um let's I say let's all hope and pray that she speedy recovery and she'll be back as soon as possible and um hopefully she can play in the World Cup because that's every player's kind of ambition isn't it and as, as you said before could well be her last World Cup. So, you know, it'd be a real, real shame, wouldn't it, if you can play a part in that because it's what players really, really look forward to, isn't it? Every the opportunity, because it doesn't come around very often every four years. And, you know, if, if you miss one, you might not get another chance because they might not, you, your country might not qualify for the start. So you can't even guarantee they'll be there next time. But, but yeah, let's hope she's, she's fit for that. Um, Matt sent us a video about Leah. Uh, Matt was at the game, actually. So he, he saw it from a slightly different angle as well because he was in the stadium at the time. So uh, this is what Matt uh, said about Leah Walter's injury. Hi all, hope you're okay. Another week means another load of videos or trying to be that... Unfortunately, I don't know whether or not I'm actually going to be there tonight. So, doing this as a bit of a precaution. Um, so, first and foremost, I've got to say the most obvious thing. I hope Leo Walty is okay. It's just come out today. 
that she will be out for six weeks. So there's a chance that she can make the World Cup, albeit some part. Um, if I'm honest, um, the tackle that happened from Aggie Beaver Jones, it was reckless. She knows that. The players know that. Um, I think a lot of the emotion of rage coming from the players as well came into it. A lot of the players were trying to sort themselves out. You can see it a little bit on the show itself. But the, as soon as that went down, in the stadium itself, you could hear the screams um, from Leah. The fact that Caitlin rushed over was by her head. By her head, keeping trying to keep talk her through it, making sure that she was one step away from her. It was great to see, um, and that's it's it's so much that it's caused so many issues. And you're hearing things about don't abuse her, this, that, and the other. I can already hear what everyone else is thinking, but it's a reckless challenge. Originally, the referee didn't act, wasn't actually going to uh, make a put a card out. Only turns out that the assistant referee pushed for the red card. Uh, that's apparently what happened. I couldn't see this because there were so many people in the way that I didn't actually see many of the instances, many of the goals as well. So it was just they need they need to sort that out as well at Walton Hall Park. Yeah, unfortunately, because because Matt's not the tallest, I suppose if he gets a couple of people standing in front of him, he might struggle to see if they're if you know, especially if they're Andreas's height. Don't stand behind Andreas at a match, Matt. You might see a little bit more, but but no, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate you didn't get to see um, some of the incidents in the game because there, there were a lot of incidents happened in the game. Um, but no, I mean, again, you know, obviously we all echo that, don't we? I hope that Leah's going to recover quickly, and you know, we don't. I, I'm certainly I'm not blaming the the. Aggie Beaver Jones for the tackle. It was an unnecessary tackle. It was a bad tackle, but you know it is part of football. Um, and yeah, you know it's just a, an unfortunate thing. But yeah, I, it was a horrible thing to see. And I say seeing the replays as well, my, it did make it worse. I agree with what I think was what Terry said in the chat that you know looking at it first of all, you thought, oh, that's a bit of a bad challenge. And you see the replay, and you're like, wow, that is actually really, really, really bad. But but anyway, it's, it's done now. It's, you know, we can't change it. And Leah's got to uh, recover, and I'm sure she will. And she'll come back uh, stronger. And we look forward to seeing her playing again. So, obviously, that overshadowed the game quite significantly. Uh, and luckily, this time, you know, the, the Leah Williamson injury a few weeks ago at Man United was early in the game. And it meant that we wasn't able to get a result in the game in the end. At least this time, the positive thing was we were already 4-0 up. The game was won and at least it didn't deny us points as it had before. So I suppose we need to be looking, try and look on the bright side of it if we can. And I suppose, you know, at least at least we won the game. The game was already won and it was it was fine in that sense. But but yeah, very, very bad. Um, Emma also gave us his thoughts on the actual game itself, which um, we haven't talked that much about because the injury kind of overshadowed it and it wasn't a great performance. But let's hear what Emma had to say about the actual game. Yeah, so hi guys, hope you're well. I know it's not the best place to do it, I know, but yeah. It was a good win over Everton the other day, wasn't it? It took a while to get going, uh, but ultimately blew them away, those four goals. So yeah, the high press certainly worked a treat, and uh, yeah, we got the result we wanted. Um, four goals, could have had more. Great to see Caitlin playing well again, it's like she's never been away. 
Oh, well, Luf, what, a, what a player she is, what she brings to the team. So great to have her back, and uh, I wish she's made great to see Steph playing well as well. I think the whole team contributed. And yeah, another banger from Katie as well. I see Lotter and going on the score sheet as well. They all played really well. And uh, yeah, slightly marred by the injury, which I'll speak about soon. But no, I think we played well, despite the fact that Jonas interestingly said that, oh, you expected more from this side, and we didn't play particularly well. But no, it's a pleasing performance. In the end, they were too strong again for an Everton side. Only slide down a being that they failed to keep the clean sheet. But we'll take the three points, and we move on. And uh, yeah, I wasn't far off with my prediction, which was great too. So. Yeah, he was, uh, it was good. He was quite close to his prediction. Um, Wayne says there, um, all three of our LW players are at injury. Well, apart from Lotta Ruben Moy, who's kind of LW, so let's hope she's not next because um, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? But no, you're right. The other three, all of them are injured now, which is incredible, really, when you think of all the injuries that we've had as well. It's, it is ridiculous. Uh, Terry says, I'm so glad they didn't let you hear the screams. It looked bad enough without the sound. Yeah, I mean, it, it did. And luckily as well, they didn't go over the top on replays, did they? They showed a couple of replays and then they kind of thought better of it um, and sort of stopped showing them, which was probably the right thing to do. We saw what had happened. It wasn't great and that was enough. And let's, you know, get it dealt with, get her off the pitch, which they did, you know, fairly quickly in the circumstances, I suppose, and um, and managed to, to get on with it all. But yeah, yeah, it must have been bad to have actually been in the stadium. I mean, I've been at games before when a player's got a bad injury. It's not nice to see, is it, in, in the flesh? It's not great at all. Uh, Terry says, is Amber at McDonald's at his birthday party? <laughs> no, he's at work. He was at work. So, yeah, it's, I think it's a hospital, actually. But anyway, or a clinic or something like that, isn't it? So, it's not McDonald's, no. But uh, it looked a bit like McDonald's, actually. You're right. It did look a little bit like McDonald's, actually. Um but, um, but yeah, and also as well, I say, obviously, Matt as well wanted to talk about the game against Everton as well. So let's get Matt's thoughts on the Everton game as well. So I've kind of had to just basically split these videos up as much as possible. The game itself, four goals there, great goals there. Um, Caitlin McCabe with the pick of the bunch. Caitlin Ford in the right place at the right time to score two great goals. One of them being a rebound from Steena. And then... You have Lotta Weber-Moy with the free, with the free kick from Casey McCabe, and it was just a nice and easy game. Um, would I say that was a four nil, a four nil, four one game? In the end, I don't know. I genuinely do not know. There seems to be a problem with Everton at the moment, where they just seem to be on the beach. They know that they're not getting relegated. They know that they can finish it. They've they're trying. They've tried to finish as high as possible. They've lost a lot of players in Gabby George and uh, Jess Park, who's now at Man City. There's a chance that she could wait, make the World Cup for England as well. Um, but it's difficult to say how can Everton move on. Uh, Aggie Beaver Jones being as well being sent off. That means that's their last appearance for, before returning back to Chelsea. Um, I, I generally do not know what to make of it because it... The things that I've heard, the things that I've seen, it's just I've had so much outrage. I've had so much issues that people have taken into account with it, everything that come about because of that incident. Um, but I wish I, I want to really talk about the game, and the game, unfortunately, it killed the game. And because it killed the game, it almost felt like right. Let's just go in at four, after half time, time, and the game's got on. Completely done. Uh, the fact that Rafaela came off at half time, 
just to give her a little bit of a rest was a great decision. The fact that we saw Freya once again come on, the fact we saw Katrina come on, the fact that we saw Geo come on a little bit more earlier than usual as well was great to see. Caitlin ended up coming off as well. So again, time management is doing, so Jonas is doing a really good thing at the moment with the substitutions. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to maybe mention Caitlin Ford, actually, because obviously she's just back from injury. She was in great form, wasn't she, before she got injured. Um, and obviously we missed her for those games that she was missing, particularly the semi-final. Um, and it was good to see her back. I thought she looked a little bit rusty at times in the game, but she, uh, you know, she, she was in the right place for both the goals, wasn't she? The first one, a bit of a missed kick. I looked at, didn't it? She didn't get hold of it properly, but it bobbled in off the post. And then the second one, she was just in the right place to follow up after Steena's header had been saved. So it was good for Caitlin, wasn't it, to get back, to be back fit again and also scoring goals, which is which was great, wasn't it? Because she maybe doesn't quite score enough, does she, usually? So it was nice for her to get a couple. Uh, yeah, um, good for her to be to be back and scoring. And uh, I think her workload was, again, uh, really, really great. Uh, normally, uh, we say she's she's working so hard for the team and she does not score enough goals, but she's not the number nine. She's not not the one responsible for, for scoring. And uh, this time she was uh, at the right place two times. And I think that this is good for her. And um, yeah. All in all, you can say that she returned from from the from her injury break, and uh, she's she's back in in great form. So uh, yeah, she showed how important she is. And uh, uh, one thing I said after the match is, if we only had Caitlin back for the Champions League uh, second leg, then I think we would have reached the final because she's so important for the team. And normally with with her workload, and this time with two goals, so. It's great. And what Matt said, it's good that uh, some players came in. Uh, Gio uh, had a, a few more minutes this time. And uh, as far as I remember, she had a good uh, chance when she hit the post. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Gio needs a little bit more time than others that came in. Uh, but she is developing. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's see how she develops uh, next season. Uh, the more minutes she gets, well, the better she seems to to be in, integrated in the team or in in yeah in in the match plan. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, the, the fact that we've we've had the injuries has given some of these younger players opportunities that they may not ordinarily have got. So it's it's been good in, on that sense as well, and hopefully they'll benefit from that. I mean, Bongo Guna makes a good point there. So have you seen Michelle Agamang? Playing in the under 17s looks very, very strong. Yes, she does. And that's and that's an example, isn't it, of a player who's had some experience playing in the WSL this season, had some experience playing in the Champions League this season, and she's playing back an under 17s level and she looks a level above because she's got that extra experience. And hopefully that's going to stand her in good stead in her career going forward, hopefully at Arsenal, because yeah, um, I think that's that's been real big, uh, it's been a big uh, season for her, hasn't it, in her development. And I think she she's you know, maybe she, she could have had a few more minutes in the WSL. I would have thrown her a few games she's been on the bench. She didn't come on. I would have maybe thrown her on for the last 10 minutes in some games, um, you know, because we haven't we haven't had really uh, an alternative for Steena because of all the injuries that we've had. And sometimes, you know, it might have been, I would have maybe given her a few more minutes. But she's done well and um, she's doing really well at the minute. Absolutely brilliant. 
and they're in the final, aren't they? The lionesses, the under 17s, and she's been a big part of that. So, um, I'm sure she's got a really, really big future ahead. Um, we'll see. Uh, Jeff says there, this season should be a lesson for Jonas. This summary needs to address key positions with at least two top players. Yeah, we said that before. Uh, next season is massive for us. Uh, we need a depth in the team if we want to win the league. Yeah, we do absolutely. We need, we said that earlier, we need more depth in the squad. There's no doubt about that. Um, and even if we don't get the injuries, we can rotate, we can rest players, we can make changes in game and stuff like that. It's what you need, it's what Chelsea do. And if we want to compete and challenge and win win all the trophies or challenge for all the trophies. We need to have that as well, don't we? Um, Terry says, I wouldn't mind Jess Parker, Arsenal. Um, Wayne agrees. He says, yeah, Jess Parker is a cracking little player. She is. She's a good player, Jess Parker. And I think she's going to be a really good player. The player I actually would like Arsenal to sign uh, from a WSL is actually Katie Robinson. I think she's really good as well from Brighton. Uh, plays out on the left-hand side. She's a good little player. I wouldn't mind her either, actually. I think she's decent. Um, Jeff Hart says, yeah, will you guys uh, touch on uh, Chloe Lacasse? Rumours say we've closed the deal to sign her. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've been hearing that. I mean, what do you think about that, Andreas? Chloe Lacasse, obviously, she's got, she's got a lot of goals in her career. Um, yeah, she, she's getting on the wrong side of 30 now, but um, she could be, certainly as a short-term signing, she could be a good player to get in the, in the team, maybe. You know, certainly she can score goals. Do you think she'll be a good signing if that's true, if we have got her for next season? Yeah, I read this too, that, uh, it's, yeah, that we agreed the deal. Um, she scored, I think, 21 goals in the Portuguese league. So, yeah, uh, it's a different level, Portuguese league and the WSL. But anyway, uh, she's uh, international uh, experience uh, for Canada. And uh, what we need is <clears throat> to have uh, the possibility to rotate in in our attacking line to give Stina a rest. And, uh, if we can bring another striker who is uh, good for scoring goals, then uh, why not? Of course, she's 29 or, or 30 already. I don't know. Uh, so she's not the investment for the future. But <laughs> we can't. You can't uh, build a team only on young players. Uh, you need experienced players, and and sometimes you have to sign players at yeah at their late twenties or when they're thirty. Uh, just see, uh, we signed Rafa. Uh, she's also thirty, thirty-one. Uh, she never played in in a competitive league. She played in the Chinese league, and look what a great signing she is. So, uh, yeah, and and Chloe Lacasse. Uh, we know that Jonas wanted her in in the winter transfer window so uh, i'm sure she's a player uh, that jonas is is uh, fond of and and he said to the club let's let's try again to sign her so um, this also gives me hope that she fits in in his thoughts in his match plan and uh, she can be uh, for yeah she can be a signing that helps us uh, immediately and yeah if we get if we get a striker uh, that scores goals, then let's bring her in. No, absolutely, I, I agree one hundred percent. This season, we've we've you know at certain parts of this season, we've been so desperate for another option up front. Not that Steena's had a bad season because she hasn't. We love Steena, as you know, but. Um, just in, in games, you know, Steena has had to play a lot more minutes than ordinarily she would have played because yes. there wasn't another option. And I think having another option is what we need. You need to have options in all positions. So, she's, she, you know, she's got a great goal-scoring record, Chloe Lacaz. Yes, it is, as Andrea said, it's, it's, a, it's a lower league, a lower level, you have to say. Um, she's got a lot of goals in, but um, 
I think I think um, Rafael is a great example of a, a player that hadn't played at a top level domestically and has come into the WSL and been magnificent. And you know, maybe Chloe Lacasse could have a similar impact. Who knows? I mean, it is the fact that and uh, the fact that sorry, Jonas um, wanted to sign her before. He obviously likes her as a player. He obviously knows he can work with her, and he knows that she'll fit in with what he wants. That to me is a good sign. If, if your manager wants a certain player, the club should do what they can to get that player yes. because you've got to back your manager. Otherwise, there's no point having your manager there, is it? If you're not going to give them the players they want. So, if, if Jonas wants her, then I'm all in favour of, of bringing her in. And yes, a short term deal, obviously. She's not going to be here for six, seven, eight years, is she? You know, but that's fine. She can come and do a job for a couple of seasons, help us out, get some goals in, in important games. And, you know, it'll be it'll be well worth it. And who knows, she might end up being um, a really, really good signing. You know, she might end up coming in, playing regular and scoring 25, 30 goals for us. Who knows? Um, but I, I would certainly, I, I would welcome a signing like that. I, as long as it's not the only forward yeah. signing that we make, then that's great. She should be one of a few that's going to come in. Yeah. I would I would welcome her definitely because I think uh, you, you can't get enough goal scorers in your squad. You can't get enough of them. And she is a goal scorer. You know, Jodie Taylor's come in um, late on because, again, lack of options, alternatives up front. And she's come in. Yeah, she hasn't scored yet, but she's contributed well to the team. Um, and I think Chloe Lacasse, a little bit younger, um, can possibly contribute more next season and, and beyond. So yeah, I'm, I'll be happy with that if we get if that is true. We are, we have signed her. I'd be pretty happy with that. I, I, I wouldn't say no at all. Um, Archduke here of Austria is in the chat here. He says hi guys. Nice to meet you, Andreas. Yeah, it's always uh, nice to meet Andreas. Archduke is Austria is always generally in the in the watchalongs. He always comes in the watchalongs, so it's it's good that um, he's here tonight as well. Jeff says, in my opinion, I think we should. Uh, I think I have to wait for Russo and go big on her, especially with her contract running out at United. Lacasse would have been a plan B if we missed out on Russo. Well, no. See, I, I don't see any reason why. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a massively big financial investment in Lacasse because of her age, potentially. So why can't we get both of them and have that as our three strikers next season? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be great options to have? You can rest and rotate. We've got options off the bench. I mean, well, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? I mean, that that's gonna. Uh, I mean, Chelsea will look at that front three, those three striking options, and they'll be well. You know what I mean? That is three good good goal scorers there. You know that that's fifty goals between them three if they played every game. Not that they would. It'll play enough minutes to get fifty goals, but that's fifty goals there, isn't it? Between them three, you know what I mean? What what great three strikers that would be. Let's get both of them. Let's get let's get them both if we can. You know, Russo, if her contract's up, she's not going to cost anything in, in a fee, is she? So we, we were prepared to break we were prepared to break the record, transfer record for her. So I'm sure we'll go back in if she doesn't sign a contract. 100 percent we'll go back in for her. And if Lacasse is already a done deal, that's two strikers in. Brilliant. That's what we need. Now we need to get some midfielders in, one or two defenders, and we're sorted, aren't we? We're set for next season. And Chelsea will be looking over their shoulder thinking, oh, hang on a minute. I mean, they've they've got a few early deals done by the look of it. So we need to get in there, don't we? Um, and get that done. Uh, Terry says, Steena looks more dangerous second half of the season since playing near the penalty area rather than drifting out wide. Yeah, she's got a lot more goals. She's got a little bit more confidence, I think, more than anything. Um, NA says, uh, Lacasse is a left winger. Well, she, she, I don't know if she's a left winger. I mean, her goal scoring record has been great, hasn't it? I mean, yeah, she, she's more on the left hand side, but I wouldn't say she's a left winger. She's more of a, a, a forward, isn't she? She's a, a forward player. But Let's, uh, you know, I suppose, I don't know, see, because Caitlin Ford plays on the left-hand side. I wouldn't call Caitlin Ford a left-winger, <laughs> really. I mean, she's not, is she? She's a left-sided forward. And I think that's, Lacasse would be that similar type of player, wouldn't she? She'd be a forward um, at 
one of the options that we've got. So, but we, let, let's wait and see if we get it first because we, we don't know we are. <laughs> you know, it's just it's rumours at the minute. But um, <clears throat> let's see what happens. It's going to be a big summer. We know that anyway, and we'll look at the transfers a little bit later on. Um, you know, maybe after the season's finished and the mm. transfer window opens, we'll have a little more and more look into that as as things move on. But it's exciting, isn't it? You know, any player that we can bring in that scores goals, I'm, I'm all in favour of. Let's get a few more. Yes, we need some other areas as well. We said midfield, we definitely need. Um, Jafar says there, Diani from PSG would be my dream signing. I can't believe PSG are letting our contract run down. Yeah, she's a good player as well. Very good player. Saw her play in the Euros in the summer. Uh, very good player, yeah. So another option, but... We're not going to buy everybody, are we? Let's be honest. We're not going to buy everybody. We, we're going to, you know, hopefully we'll buy the players in the right positions that we need. Um, and let's hope that uh, that's what we do. And the next season we'll come back um, even stronger and firing on all cylinders and who knows where, where it might take us. And um, this season's not over yet either. Let's let's be honest. It's not quite over yet, is it? Uh, Terry says, uh, Lacasse is Jesus, but with goals. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good way of describing it. Yeah, she probably is like, yeah, a goal-scoring Jesus who actually scores a lot of goals. But anyway, um, let's wait and see what happens with that one. But yeah, I'll, I'll be all in favour, definitely. Now, of course, as I said, the season, this season's still not over yet. There are two games left. And one of them on Sunday is actually... The it's always the biggest game of the season, isn't it? Arsenal against Chelsea. It's been the biggest game of the season for a number of years. We haven't always come out on top um, in those games. But this season, we've played Chelsea three times already. Um, won one, lost one and drew one. So it's been pretty evenly split. But we maybe should have definitely won two of them, potentially even all three. Because I think we've played well in all three of those games against Chelsea this season. We've been a little bit unfortunate. The league game, we know what happened, gifted them that stupid goal at the end to get them a draw. In the FA Cup, we missed lots of chances. We, we maybe could have won that game and ended up losing 2-0. And then the most recent game, though, is going to... That's going to have stung Emma, though, isn't it? That cup final, the Conti Cup final, when they scored early on, Sam Kerr again. But we came back and fully deserved to win that final. We could have won it a little bit, a few more goals as well that day. We were brilliant, wasn't we? So... Um, obviously, we've got a different team now, haven't we? Because since that cup final, Kim's out, Leah Williamson's out, Leah Vaulty's out. It's a totally different team. Uh, Laura Wainwright is out. So, um, But we've shown enough about us in recent weeks to suggest that we, at least we, I think we can go to Chelsea on Sunday and give them a game. Definitely, they're going to know they've been in a game. And, you know, they've had a few kind of, I don't know, a few teams against them recently that they've, They've kind of wiped teams away, haven't they? They scored seven against Everton, wasn't it? And they scored, was it six against Leicester or was it the other way around? And they've scored four against West Ham the other night. And, you know, they've maybe had easier games. And I know they overcome Man United in a cup final, which was a good performance in the end. But I've seen nothing from Chelsea this season. And when we've played them in the other games I've seen, to make me think... Go in there that we need to be worried about them. Yes, we know they're a good side, but we need to, we can go there. I feel we're confident that we can pick up a result. I mean, are you fairly? I know that the, the team. We're going to talk about the team in a minute who we would pick, but are you fairly confident, Andreas, for Sunday that we can actually we can go there and give them another game? Because I'm sure we will. Um, after the the cup final, Chelsea versus Man United, uh, I was confident that we have a good chance uh, at mm. King's Meadow. Because, uh, as I said, uh, Chelsea has, has shown nothing uh, what must us to be afraid of. Um, but the situation has changed with that we lost uh, Leah on Wednesday. And we know how important she is for our midfield. And when, when I look at our squad, I, I don't see a holding midfielder. And this is really 
difficult uh, as as we see how how many goals uh, Chelsea scored in the last matches and uh, in in the difficult matches they yeah they are not brilliant they are not uh, the team that you say oh look at at the wonderful football they are playing no but they are uh, ruthless and uh, they take their chances so uh, and we can't uh, compare the both teams to the Conti Cup final. It's totally different because we lost four key players since then. Uh, you named them all and uh, Chelsea got Pernil Harder back. So, so their attacking line is stronger than uh, it was uh, early March and, and our squad is, uh, is weaker than, than it was. So the situation is difficult. It's an away match, but um, on the other side, uh, we have to, to get confidence from the way we performed against Chelsea this this season and uh, the home match, uh, we were totally better team. We outplayed them. We should have won this match. We deserved the win. And it was this this one single moment at the 88 minute with the perfect cross and the perfect uh, header. Um, we we deserved the win in the Conti Cup final, and we had uh, also a very competitive uh, performance uh, in the FA Cup at Kings Meadow. So I'm sure our team is going with with confidence in this match. And and uh, the other situation is if we will be able to keep the match level. Um, let's say it's nil nil or one one after 60 70 minutes. I'm sure that uh, Chelsea will will. Be, uh, they, they will take the draw because uh, if they get one point against us, they will still, even if United wins, they will still be level with them uh, at points. But the goal difference, maybe it's equal, but Chelsea plays against Reading on the last day. So they know this and they know that they will be able to score a lot of goals against Reading. So one point against us would be enough for Chelsea. If we can keep the match level nil nil one one two two, and then after seventy minutes or so, I think there will be uh, an agreement that uh, okay, let's let's not risk too much, and for us one point could be enough. Uh, yeah, it depends on the later result uh, in the Manchester Derby. They are playing on Sunday evening. Uh, yeah, I think we we are all United fans on Sunday evening. If they win, then we are through. No matter. No, 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 no. You see, I, I've, I'm still, I've still got this feeling that we can win the league. <laughs> For us to win the league, we have to beat Chelsea. Man City have to beat Man United, and then Chelsea have got to drop points on the last day, and we've got to beat Aston Villa about five nil. Uh, that's what, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, realistically, it probably won't. If we win at Kings Meadow, okay? Then, then City might win. Uh, the Manchester Derby, I have not, nothing against it, but uh, no, normally the title is between Chelsea and Man United, and for us it's to, to secure the, st the third place. So uh, I hope that United beats City and uh, we can have the last match against Villa without any nerves and not, not a must win in, in the last day. Uh, it will be a tough match uh, at Kings Meadow, but uh, we, yeah. We don't have to be afraid, even even if we we have yeah only eleven or twelve players and and a few kids and goalkeepers on the bench. The players that we can field, uh, they are a strong team and and they are a team. That that might be the difference. 
And let's hope we don't uh, concede in, in the first three or four minutes as we did at the Conti Cup. <laughs> this will be difficult to come back in an away match. But uh, yeah, I say we we will take a draw there. And if you ask uh, for my prediction, I say this will be 2-2. Two -two. We take one point and yeah, let's see. I mean, yeah, in the overall scheme of things, a draw away at Chelsea in the league is a good result. We haven't got too many points there in recent years, have we? I don't think we've scored there since that 5-0 win about four or five years ago. So, you know, we're we due, we due a result there. We're due a win there. We haven't won there for a long time. And it would be what an opportunity, what a great chance this would be to get that win. Um, you know, if we, if we fail to win, then we can't win the league on the last day. There's no chance that we can. Um, so, you know, um, let's try and let's try and win the game. You know, I, I said a few weeks ago when I think after we'd lost to, to Man United or to Man City, one of them two, we had to win every game. Let's just win every every league game left. And we've managed to do that since. And we just I, I want us to carry on and finish with, with these two wins. And, you know, as Jonas said again the other day, you know, if we win our last two games, we're going to finish in the highest possible position that we can. Whether that's first, second or third, we're going to finish in the highest position possible if we win those two games. And that's what I want to see us do. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll give everything on Sunday to, to get the right result. They'll give everything. You know that they will. <laughs> it's just that is it going to be enough against the Chelsea team at the moment that at this point in the season, Chelsea very rarely drop points today. Very, very rarely do you see them in the run into a title when they know that they're, they're this close to winning it now that they very, very rarely drop points. So we know how tough it's going to be. Um, but yeah, we've got nothing to fear. Every time I've watched Chelsea this season, I, I keep thinking they're not as good as they were. They don't seem to be quite as good. Um, they concede in a lot more goals. Uh, you know, I don't know. They miss it really bright, obviously, at the back. A big miss for them. Um but yeah, obviously it's going to be tough, isn't it? We've got so many players missing. I mean, the midfield is the big problem, isn't it? We know now the midfield is a problem. With, with Leah Walty out, with Kim out, um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a mix and match, really, isn't it? I mean, what, what who do you think is going to play in the midfield on Sunday? Who do you think is going to start there? Because we've got we've got midfield players, but no one who can really do that defensive job naturally. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh... Big Vic Palova uh, has to do it. Um, maybe a mixture of uh, Palova and uh, Frida Manu. And uh, yeah, <laughs> then Catherine Kuhl has to come in, I think. And uh, this will be this will be our midfield. I, I don't know. It's it's difficult to say. Or or we are playing with a back three, and and uh, Steph Steph comes in, and Steph and. Uh, well, will be the more offensive part in in the midfield. Yeah, it's it's uh, the position of the holding midfielder is the problem, because um, yeah, we know that uh, Vic Pelova uh, is she's settled very fast in in the team and uh, on every position she was playing, she she performed really well, but she's not uh, the natural number six in a team. But yeah, who, who is there's there's no there's no holding midfielder in, in the squad, so it must be shared between uh, Vic Pelova and Vida uh, Manum, I think. And then yeah, this this is how I would start. I don't think that the back three is the right uh, solution against uh, Chelsea because if they come with harder with Kerr, Guru Wrighton, 
They can bring in Jesse Fleming. Uh, yeah, there's Aaron Cuthbert. This will be uh, decisive if we if we can stop Aaron Cuthbert from creating chances and and Guru Wright. And, <laughs> if you if you just imagine the the names, you see the danger that's coming. Yeah, difficult to have the real, the right lineup. We, we must try and. As you said, I'm absolutely sure that the girls will give give their all, and every player will give 100% at least. And that's all you can ask for, isn't it? We can't, yes. you know, we can't ask for miracles. That they can only give exactly 100% that they can give, and I'm sure they will definitely do that. And you know, if it's enough, it'll be brilliant. I mean, I I do think the three at the back is what we're going to start with because that's how we've started all the games since Leah Williamson was injured. In fact, we even started one or two before. And I, I think that that's the way uh, that Jonas is going to go with this game. I really do. I think he'll go to three at the back with Jen, Hafaela and obviously Lotta. Uh, then, you know what I might be tempted to do? I mean, I, I think Victoria Pulova is probably going to start in that number six role because she is probably the, the most physical player in our midfield, isn't she? She can win tackles, she can win the ball and she'll get stuck in. And I think maybe it might be her. Frida can as well. Um, I would be tempted actually to maybe put Katie McCabe in a more defensive midfield position because what she's going to do is she's going to give everything, isn't she? And, you know, she, she likes to tackle, as we know. The only risk is if you're playing there, she might end up getting too many yellow cards because she's, she's about to commit a few fouls getting in that midfield. But I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel it would be a bad move to maybe put her in there. You know, now Steph Catley's fit. She can play on that left-hand side um, with, with, with Caitlin Ford because those two link up well anyway. Um, and maybe put Katie McCabe, maybe have Katie McCabe, Victoria and Pullover in those two more holding positions, and then Frida Marlon can get further forward again, which is where she's so effective. And mm. then we can have Caitlin um, and obviously Stina further up the pitch. Uh, and I don't know, um, maybe that might work. Terry says, um, super gen up front for the last 15 minutes and go for the Well, if it, yeah, I think if it's nil nil or one one with, with 75 minutes, 80 minutes played, yeah, stick her up there for five minutes. We saw how effective she was against Wolfsburg. Why not? Um, <laughs> You know, obviously, without Millie Bright at the back for Chelsea, I think in the air they could be vulnerable a little bit because it's Millie Bright that deals with all of that usually, isn't it? So there's an opportunity there maybe for set from set pieces and whatever. Um, Jeffro says yeah, that Chelsea game will be won in the midfield. Yeah, probably. Uh, he says I think Jonas will go with Cole, and the inexperience will play a massive part on that. Uh, yeah, I do feel. I mean, I, I like Katrina Cole, and I think she's got a lot of promise. But yeah, at the moment, she is looking. Her inexperience has been showing a lot, hasn't it, in some of the games sometimes, especially defensively. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm not sure if she'll start the game personally. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I I would be tempted to put Katie McCabe in a more defensive role me in midfield. That's what I would look at doing. I'm not sure Jonas is going to go too far away from what we've seen recently. You know, we. We had to cope in the second half in midfield against Everton. We had no time to work on that, really, did we? But then Leah Walty, she missed the Brighton game the week before, and we, we we set out a good midfield, didn't we? With Victoria and and Frieda sitting a little bit deeper, and that kind of worked, didn't it? So yes, Chelsea aren't Brighton. Let's be honest, we know that, and that's that's a different issue. But um, we need to play the best game that's suited to us as well. Yes, we need to look out for Chelsea's strengths and try to. Um, counteract that but we need to with the players that we've got available we need to play to our strengths as well don't we 
with what we've got. And we're going to have to try to find a way in the midfield. I'd maybe try and pack the midfield out and maybe leave Steena up on her own to, you know, to hold the ball up and, and do what she does. That might be something, certainly early in the game, to deny Chelsea the space to knock the ball around and get it out wide. Because, like like you said, Guru writing out on one wing is very dangerous, isn't she? You know, uh, putting a harder on the other wing is going to be dangerous. And we need to stop that supply, really, don't we? Um, and, you know, um, Sam Kerr, has got a great goal-scoring record against us. And we've said it before that, for some reason, Leah Williamson seems to struggle against Sam Kerr. We've seen it in Arsenal-Chelsea games a lot. We saw it in the England-Australia game uh, a couple of months back. And maybe the fact that Leah Williams isn't playing, not we'd love her to be playing, of course we would, but the fact she isn't playing, Jen Beattie may, may be able to deal with Sam Kerr in a different way, more physical as she is with Jen Jen. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see what happens. But it's a slightly different option, isn't it? So we'll see what happens um, in that side of things and and see uh, how it goes. But yeah, it's going to be it is going to be tough. We know it's going to be tough, of course. Um, now, um, Amar has given his little thoughts as well ahead of Chelsea. What he's thinking ahead of the game on Sunday. And finally, yeah, I'll just do a quick preview of the Chelsea game. Yeah, we know it's not going to be easy. We played them three times already this season. We should arguably have won all three, shouldn't we? Should have been them at home. I played them there. I played them in the FA Cup tie, just weren't clinical enough, and then we ultimately embarrassed and humiliated them in the end. It have been more than the 3-1 in the Conti Cup final, which was one of arguably the best performance we've had under Jonas. So, I mean, let's see. I think for me, they've had it on easy street a little bit. Yeah, they've kept three clean sheets in a row, scoring 17 goals. But those are against teams you expect them to beat. They will not have it that way against the Arsenal. We've shown how resilient the team, the goals are, and they will not give in easily. And I think they're more than capable of producing a result on Sunday. It will not be easy. We'll not see it, but they work so hard for each other. And they are more than capable, as we've seen this season, of... Uh, of giving the champions a game and there's no, absolutely no reason for me to believe why they can't get a result and so yeah with confidence I think we I predict we can go there and win I think it could, it's going to be probably about 2-1 Arsenal but I think we've got a great chance and uh, it should be a great game and I'm very much looking forward to it Wow Amar has gone big he's gone big with a 2-1 win wow fantastic um, I mean I, I agree we've got nothing to fear uh, it's just a shame we don't have a slightly stronger uh, team available in terms of the, the you know the, the better players that are fit. But um, I've certainly got no doubts that we're going to match them up um, physically. I think we'll you know we've got quality. Um, Jaffar's made a good point there. He says that we should stay back and hit them with a counter. If we attack, we will open and Chelsea will penetrate that midfield. Yeah, I mean it's. I think that's what we will do. I think we'll look to play on a counter and try to maybe you know I mean. When we went away to Wolfsburg in the first leg of the semi-final a few weeks ago, you looked at our team and uh, I, I thought, you know, we, we've got some injuries here. We were 2-0 down early on and it looked dead and buried. But then what we did was we actually played to our strengths, didn't we? And we played on their weaknesses and it got us back in the game and got us a result. And I think we should do the same against Chelsea. Yeah, let's not go 2-0 down against Chelsea in 15 minutes again. Let's not make those silly mistakes at the back. But let's... Let's play to our strengths against them and let's let's target their weaknesses. They have been weak at the back this season, weaker than usual. They, they've conceded more goals than you'd expect them to. They've made some mistakes. We've got, we, you know, despite all our injuries, we've got quality in attack, haven't we? You know, Frieda's on fire with the goals she's been scoring. Steena at the moment is in fantastic form. She's going to be a threat. Um, you know, Caitlin falls back two goals the other night. She's a threat as well. Um, you know, we need to... We need to utilise our great attacking players. You know, Victoria Pelov, if she can get forward more, we know the quality she's got as well. So, you know, we can cause them problems. And I think we should, 
if we sit too deep, we're going to invite pressure onto us and then it's difficult. And that might not always be a good idea. But yeah, we can't be too open. Of course we can't. And I'm sure we won't. We'll go there with a plan. I'm sure we will. But let's see how it goes. I actually think we I actually think we, we can get a result. Uh, Terry says, well said, Emma. I love this fighting talk. Yeah, exactly. We like it. We like it. Emma's in a positive, positive mood when he recorded that, which was good. Um, NA says, yeah, there's currently no German player at Arsenal. Needs to be addressed this summer. He says, Andreas, Mr. Scout. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Is there any German players out there? Obviously, you, you watch a lot of the German Bundesliga. Is there any kind of German players you think would be a good fit for Arsenal that we could potentially get in the summer, maybe? Yeah, the one I would love to see at Arsenal is Sydney Lohmann from Bayern Munich. Uh, she's she's a midfielder. She can play the, the defensive part of midfield, but she's also offensive, very strong. She's scoring goals. She's, she's uh, scored... Uh, uh, corners uh, when she she won the the aerial duels and she's strong with her head. Uh, still only 23 years young, uh, just one more year on her contract. I don't think that Bayern will let her go because she came from the own uh, youth team and uh, they want to build the team around her. So uh, I don't think there's a chance to get her. But on the other side, uh, we were we wanted to spend 500 thousand pounds at uh, the winter transfer window so <laughs> why not trying to get uh, such a big name and she would be the one I would love to see for our midfield and I read that we are interested at least interested in Laura Freigang from Antwerp Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt lost uh, Joaquin Nuskin to Chelsea. She had contract and they uh, she uh, she left uh, with an undisclosed fee. So maybe there's a chance to get Laura Freigang. I don't know. At least there seems to be interest for her. And of course, the one uh, holding midfielder the whole Europe is, is chasing is Lena Oberdorf from Wolfsburg. Uh, yeah, we know her. I don't like the, her style of play as long as she's in Wolfsburg. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she... She could fit in every team in in Europe, but she also has one or two years on her contract. And I think when she when she will leave Wolfsburg, she will break the the transfer record. Maybe not this summer. That would be uh, the perfect successor for for Lia Walti. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, I must admit, I don't particularly like um, Alina Herbedal, but I can see, you can see her being really effective in the WSL, can't it? The way that she plays, she would, she would be a good player to have in the midfield, wouldn't she? As much as I don't particularly like her, if she was playing for us and doing that job for us, I'm sure we would love her very quickly, wouldn't we? <laughs> Let's be honest, we would. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean... I, yeah, obviously there's there's some very good German German players out there, and yeah, if we can get one or two of them in, fantastic. Um, so we'll have to see what happens on that side of it. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I don't necessarily look at where where players are from, what country they're from. If they're good players and could do a job for us in our team, that's all that matters to me. It doesn't matter if they're from Germany, from England, from Sweden, from Austria, from wherever they are. It doesn't matter as long as they as long as they're the right fit for the team and they work and it, it comes off. You know, we've we've got players from all over the world, haven't we, in our team at the minute? And you know, they're all fantastic. So, um, but yeah, it'd be nice to get a German or two. You? You, you're right. We haven't got any in, in the squad at all, so it would be nice. Since that was 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 Leonie Mayer, was she the last German that we had? Potentially was, wasn't she? I think so. Yes. Yeah. She's she's going back to the German Bundesliga now. She was uh, at Everton, uh, mm. and now she's going to Hoffenheim. 
uh, yeah, we discussed it on, on Sunday with, with my Bayern friends because we all know her from, from her time at Bayern Munich. She's only 29, but uh, yeah, the last years uh, weren't her best. So maybe it's good for her to be back in Germany. Yeah, I think she was on the bench the other night for Everton, wasn't she? She never came on. I think she was on the bench. She's not really played that much, has she? Yeah, um, yeah it's a shame. Um, Emerson says uh, Chelsea midfield will dominate the match. Well, potentially, but who knows? Um, his midfield is going to be... It's always important, isn't it, in every game? Um, and obviously, as missing the players that we're missing, if we had Kim and Lear in there, then I don't think Chelsea would dominate the midfield to the same degree that they might do now. But we're going to, comp- we have to we'll have to compensate for that. And, you know, other players will have to step in and do the job. And I'm sure they'll give everything to do that. Whether it's Victoria in there, whether it's Katarina Cool in there, whether Frieda has to sit deeper. She sat deeper a bit, didn't she? The other night, I thought, against Everton anyway, even when Leah was playing. She seemed a bit deeper, didn't she, Frieda? A, a, lot, a lot part of that game. So maybe she, she might just drop into that role anyway uh, on Sunday. We'll have to see. Uh, Wayne says, Erbadolf is cold. Um, world-class potential. Oh, she's very cold. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, if she's playing for us, we wouldn't mind that though, would we? But <laughs> the horrible player to play against. I must admit, the game at the Emirates the other week in the Champions League, I just did not enjoy her performance yeah. at all because she was just doing everything she could to stop us from playing, <laughs> which is what you want on your team. But when it's against you, 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 just, you just don't like it, do you? Um, but anyway, um, Herman's in the chat. Doing Herman, he says, hello, Richard Andreas. How are you doing, my friend? Hope you are well. Um, Jeffos says that Andreas doing better scouting than our men's scouts. <laughs> I'll still give him a contact. Yeah, no, he, he's definitely yeah, okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's do that that'd be good yeah get get, so get him on the payroll that's what we need NA says they're spot on Andreas Sid would be uh, to me uh, what super gen is to Terry <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's see what, let's see if that happens then uh, NA says that I'm also keeping an eye on Clara Ball from Bayern yeah Clara Ball obviously you know a lot about Clara Ball don't you uh, mm. Bayern I mean we saw her play against us as well in the Champions League she's a decent player isn't she yeah but she extended her contract uh few months ago so i don't think she will she will go okay yeah well i mean you know unfortunately that seems to be the case but uh but no she's, she's a good player yeah definitely there's no doubt about that uh, terry says um as game show am i here this week can we uh play guess what country andreas is in this weekend <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, are you going anywhere this weekend are you watching a game this, this weekend or you know no i'm staying at home this weekend i'm watching on tv uh bayern is playing tomorrow at uh, leverkusen and if bayern wins uh, this match then they've got the, the title secured so i hope on on saturday a win for bayern and on sunday i'm watching arsenal at chelsea uh, it's it's a busy week on TV, week weekend on TV now. Well, every every, every game is so important now, isn't it? Or everywhere, the top and bottom of the tables, everything's so important, isn't it? So it's a, it's a it's a good part of the season, isn't it? You you love to to be involved in games like this when it's at the end and there's so much riding on it. It's so exciting, isn't it? Um, Herman says, "Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm well. Except this is my busy music period. Well, yeah, you got to enjoy it where you can. That's what I say." Um, and Herman says, yeah, "How is Leah Walter? Yeah, I mean, we we talked about her before. It's she's going to probably be out for about six weeks, they reckon." Uh, which isn't great, but it's not as bad as as we feared it may have been. So it, it's what it is. Yeah, she may she may make the World Cup anyway, which is great uh, for her. Um, but unfortunately, um, it's not too good for us in the next two games because we're going to have to be without her, unfortunately. NA says there, um, 
Kiev extended her contract in November 2021, which runs until 2025, not that far away. Yeah, but when you've got two years left of your contract, you, you know, you, you're probably not going to leave, are you? Um, Magnificent Defos says it. Arsenal are also linked with uh, Levante right-back Thomas. Um, she is so good. You guys need to look at her. Aggressive, good on the ball, very good in attacking. I mean, we need a right-back, don't we? Because Laura's going to be out all of next season. We know that now. Um, obviously, Noel Moritz is our only natural left uh, right back now, and as, as good as she is, we need someone else. We need backup. We need a, another right back. So yeah, right back is going to be a priority, and yeah, maybe that that could be the answer. I see. I don't know why. It's funny, isn't it? Because Arsenal pay all these people to to do scouting jobs and go out and try to look at players. Why do they bother when everybody here we know all the best players to sign? Quite clearly. Andreas knows all the best German players to sign. You know, yeah. Zafar's got this this one from Levante to sign. Here we go. We've, we've got that deal done. You know, we, we've already mentioned about um, Lacasse. So that's another one. They don't need to waste all that money on the scouts, do they? Just um, just listen to us. We'll, we'll, we'll sort the job out between us. We'll, we'll get it done. Um, Terry says, uh, very good. Um, and a well spotted. I didn't know it was that obvious. Um, what was that? What was that comment related to again? Um Anyway, I'm not sure, but any case. Um, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, obviously, we need a right back. So, yeah, I would uh, I would say that could be maybe a good option. I don't know too much about Thomas. Do you know much about her, Andreas? Have you seen much of her? No, no, I only read the rumour that we are interested in her, but I don't follow the Spanish league, so I can't say anything about her. But it's high priority to get uh, a right back. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, um, so maybe that's the one. Maybe maybe Jafar's got his finger on the pulse there of of the Spanish left backs. We we'll have to see. Bonga Guna says we just need more likes so the scouts notice us. Yeah, maybe that's what they, maybe that's what we need. I don't know. Maybe we just yeah, maybe that's what we do need. Yeah, so give it give us a like anyway, then just to make sure. Um, but yeah, I mean. Um, Chelsea is going to be tough. We know it's going to be tough. It's always tough playing away at Chelsea, isn't it? And, you know, there's nothing more we can do um, than give our best. And we will do that. And is it going to be enough? Amar thinks it will. Amar thinks we're going to win 2-1, which is great. Um, Andreas thinks we're going to draw, which is fair enough. Um, you know, we've, we, we, we've played well against Chelsea this season, haven't we? And, and I suppose, really, last season as well, apart from the, obviously, the FA Cup final Last season, we were terrible against Chelsea. The other FA Cup game, we played really well in the first half, didn't we? And in the second half, we, we kind of fell apart a little bit in that one. But um, we, we played reasonably well against Chelsea since uh, since uh, uh, Jonas has been in charge. Mm -hmm. We have done pretty well against Chelsea. We've played well against them. We've only beaten them twice, but we've played well. Um, so I'm sure we'll do that again. I'm sure we'll have a plan. Um, yes, it's going to be tough in midfield, but all we can do is go out there and do our best. And I'm sure we will. And who knows? I'm, I'm still. I still think we're going to win the league. So I think we're going to win as well. I'm going with Amar. I think we'll go and beat him. I really do. And see Emma's face at the end will be nice, won't it? Because we could, we we could potentially cost Chelsea the league by beating them. We could cost them the league. And if we can't win it, right? And yes, let's be realistic. Even if we beat Chelsea, we still probably won't win the league. But wouldn't it be nice if we could stop them winning it? That would be great, wouldn't it? That would that would that would be that would make me smile. That would if if we stopped Chelsea winning the league. Um, but anyway, let's see. I'm I'm sure they probably win it anyway. Uh, Jeffar says I watched her recently, uh, but she is good. She has Katie vibes. Uh, very good on the ball. Oh, that'd be great. Let's let's see what happens. Put put the, put a note into to to Jonas. Give give him the give him the heads up if he doesn't know already, and maybe uh, um, he might get the deal done. 
And then you should be able to get. I think if we sign, if we sign her from Levante, I think Jaffa deserves like a, a percentage of the of the fee for like a finder's fee or if it's called. That's that's what Jaffa should get for that one. And if we sign those German players that Andreas said, then Andreas should get a finder's fee. Yeah. Um, and if and if we sign Alicia Russo, I should get a finder's fee because I've been banging on about her since last summer when she was doing so well in the Euros. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens in the summer. But we need to we, we need to get this season done first. I say we've got two really really important games that we need to try to get two wins in, and who knows? But yeah, I still think I still think we can win the league. I'm still going for that. So I'm going I'm going to say we're going to beat Chelsea. Uh, we beat them three one last time. I think we might beat them three one again, even though we've got a weaker team. <laughs> so I'm going to go three one away at Chelsea. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Last time we won there, it was five nil, and no one thought we'd beat them five nil that day, did they? So you know, who knows? But uh, we did have Viv in the team then, and uh, Daniel Van der Donk and one or two others. But anyway, Jill, I think Jill did Jill Ward play in that game? I'm not sure if she did. No, I don't think she joined us then. She when we won that five nil. Can't remember now. It was a long time ago, wasn't it? But that's the last time we won away at Kings Meadow. So we, we we owe them one. We definitely owe them one in the league. We should have beat them at the Emirates, as we know. So let's go there on Sunday. Let's do it. Let's 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 make Emma's Emma. Let's cheer Emma up for the weekend by beating them and uh, let her come on to the TV and give an interview saying, "Oh, it meant more to Arsenal because we haven't won anything and stuff like that, like <laughs> she did last time." <laughs> She's so salty. That'd be nice, but um, but anyway, that they they won the FA Cup, we won the Conti Cup, um, and maybe it might be Man United winning the league if we can help them out, maybe on the Sunday. But it's all about us, we need to win, and that's it. So it's going to be a great game anyway, there's no doubt about that, isn't there? So let's um, let's enjoy it as they're always great games, aren't they? Arsenal against Chelsea, they're the biggest <laughs> games of the season, you know, they're the, the, they're the WSL version of the Arsenal Man United games from the 1990s, aren't they? In, in the Premier League, so let's enjoy the game for what it is and let's hope that we can, you know, get the result because it'd be brilliant. Um, so now the weekend can officially start because the uh, Arsenal Women's Weekly Show is coming to uh, an end. Thank you very much to everybody um, for watching. Uh, Jaffa says here, I like Richard's positive predictions. I wish it was true. Well, it, it might be true. The good thing about predictions, the game hasn't played yet, so we can say whatever we like because we can't be wrong because it hasn't been played yet, has it? So, you know, we can say whatever we like to say. And I, I want to, I, I, I feel, I do feel positive, actually. I've got to be honest, I do feel positive. Uh, which maybe is wrong of me because um, I felt positive when we before we played Chelsea in the FA Cup and they beat us. I was feeling not very positive about the uh, Continental Cup final the week after because they just beat us and we and we won that. So who knows? But um, Terry's gone three two super Jen in the eighty seventh minute header. Well, I think if Jen does score, it probably will be a header. I don't think there's a lot of doubt about that. <laughs> I think we kind of know it'll be a header if she does score. 87th minute winner, that would be... I think maybe, to be fair though, I think against Chelsea, you need to get the winner in like the 94th minute. So there's no time left. And if you score in the 87th minute with, with stoppage time, they'll probably go up the other end and get another one because that's what they tend to do. Yeah, so let's score it a bit later than 87th minute. Let's make it 89th minute or 90th minute. That's that's when Jen needs to go out there and bang one in. That would be great. Herman says there, uh, I am still amazed um, how the ladies played with all these... No, exactly, yeah. I mean, we all are. We're all really amazed with how they've been playing. And let's hope they've still got two more games left in them to, to, to yeah. pull it out of the bag. You know, they, they, we just need two more now. That's it. You know, they've put so much effort in the last few months. They've just got to do it two more games and then we'll get where we want to get, which, yeah, worst case scenario is top three. Of course, that's where we need to be. Best case scenario is strange results happen elsewhere and we come up on the rails and nick the title in the last minute of the last game, uh, which would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Bongo Guna says three. 
three one Steena scoring four. Well, if Steena scoring four, how is it three one? Is he going to score an own goal as well? Is he? You know what you mean? <laughs> I don't see how Steena can score four. We only win three one, but I'm going three one as well. I think Steena will score definitely. I think Steena will definitely score. Unfortunately, Sam Kerr will probably score for Chelsea as well because yeah. she scores every time we play her. How um, Bongo goes, going, yes, she's going to score her own goal as well. <laughs> no, I think I think Sam Kerr will probably score for Chelsea. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say we're going to win because I'm feeling confident and. Um, I think we will. So there you go. That's going to be good, isn't it? Um, so yeah, join us for that game on Sunday. It's an early kickoff. Well, early is kicks off at half past twelve our time. So um, I'll probably go live about quarter past twelve for that. To get a bit of build up. Go through the team lineup. See which players we, we, we play in what positions. And well, we know which players are going to play. It's just what positions they're going to play. It seems to be the main concern at the minute because we've only got eleven players who can play. So um, it's basically just. Uh, uh, you know, that'll be the team. It's just who plays where. So we'll look at that before the game as well and obviously enjoy. We'll enjoy the game. It will be a good game, I'm sure. And hopefully we can win. NA says if Wolfsburg wins the Champions League, uh, the WSL champions will play the qualifiers instead of the group stages. Um, will they? Is that is that right? Yes. So even the champions will play the qualifiers? Uh, if, if Wolfsburg wins the Champions League and Bayern Munich uh, wins the Bundesliga, uh, then both uh, are uh, on top of their groups, and then uh, Barcelona for for Spain and uh, Lyon for France uh, are the other heads in 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 the groups. And the WSL uh, champion has to go in second uh, round of the qualifier this uh, playoffs. Yeah. Really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Really strange, yeah. Oh, but, uh, so I mean, Barcelona see, Champions League. We're probably the top league in Europe, really, aren't we? In terms of the depth of the league. Yeah, so why why are we the ones that have to go through the qualifiers? Why don't the Spanish league have to go through the qualifiers? Is it because Barcelona reached the final? I suppose it will be, won't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's about uh, points over the last five years or so, and and uh, yeah, we are oh, not yeah. under. Uh, amongst the top four leagues or top three, it's top three league uh, league winners and and the uh, uh, defending champion. They are uh, set in the groups. So oh, well, it's it's difficult. Yeah. Well, there's, there's another reason to want Wolfsburg to lose, and isn't it? And not, and not that we not that we need any extra reasons to want Wolfsburg to lose, but that's an extra reason, isn't it? Because it means that you know, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't really affect us because we're probably not going to win the league, are we? But we're going to have to go through the qualifiers anyway, probably regardless, aren't we? But anyway, um, yeah, it's another reason for Wolfsburg to lose, isn't it? Because uh, that, that would be nice. Uh, Terry says, great show again, Richard Andreas, um, <laughs> the International Man of Mystery, and all in the chat. Have a great weekend and hit the likes before you go. Yeah, give us a like before you go. Uh, Terry says, come on, you Gouda girls. Herman says, that would be a headache for the opposition. Well, yeah, exactly. Um uh, it says, my typing is slow today. No, don't worry. Uh, we kind of understand what you mean anyway. That's great. Uh, Jeff R says, have a great evening, guys. Great show. Yeah, see you very soon, my friend. Probably Sunday. WSL is fourth in UEFA coefficiency. I mean, that probably makes sense, doesn't it? When you look at the last few Champions League finals and semi-finals, you know, Chelsea got to a final a couple of years ago, didn't they? Um, we got to, a, obviously, semi-final this year. Did, I don't know. Chelsea got knocked out of group stage last year, didn't they? Yeah, so they were out uh, after the group stage. Yeah, yeah, as a group stage. So. Barcelona uh, in the final last years, and uh, Wolfsburg always uh, through semi-finals or final. But, 
But this year we had two semi-finalists, didn't we, in from, from the WSL. So that might help us going forward if we can keep getting to semi-finals and hopefully finals and if we can win it again. But yeah, I mean we need to we need to sort that out, don't we? Because fourth, you know, we shouldn't be fourth in UA for coefficients, should we, when we've got the strongest league overall. Unfortunately, it only counts on how you perform in the Champions League, doesn't it? That's the only thing that seems to matter in it, which is a shame. But yeah, um, we need to we need to improve that. I don't the WSL need, they need to improve that. We need to improve our record in the Champions League overall, don't we? And it, it might help with all three teams in the group stage. That's what we need. Yeah, you can say I don't like Chelsea, I don't like Man United, but we need all three WSL teams in the group stage. That's important for for collecting yeah. points and getting up in in. In the ranking and uh, for yeah for everything for for yeah it's important to have teams in the group stage and not like last season or last two seasons when man city lost against real madrid and was was out before before the champions league really starts that's that's not good good for the renome of the league so let's hope for all three teams in the group stage and then let's see yeah. how they perform there yeah, no, I, I I would like to see that as well. Yeah, that's what you need, don't you? You need to have all three in the group stage, and that needs to happen on a consistent basis, doesn't it? Over the next few seasons going forward, and Man City have blown it two years in a row, haven't they? You know, mm. so that hasn't helped us. But we'll see what happens this year. I mean, Man City might not even be in it because they'd probably like to finish fourth now, aren't they? So. Um, We'll see what happens there. Uh, Bongo Gunner says, "Cover you guys indeed." Herman says, um, "Have you any news of players leaving or new ones coming in?" Not, not really yet. Not any firm news yet. We're going to start hearing about this once the season's finished, aren't we? There's going to be a lot more rumours. I mean, rumours are what they are. They're rumours and they don't necessarily mean they're going to happen. But we'll hear a lot more, I'm sure, once the season's finished. Nobody so far... We, we can't really afford anyone to leave, can we? Because we won't even have a team if we sell any players. So we need to keep everyone that we've got. And obviously add a few more new ones as well, which I'm sure we will. And it says, I'm hoping Wolfsburg wins. I want revenge against them in the group stage. No, I want I want revenge against them in the in the semi-final next year and beat them because we we came so close this time and we know we can beat them. You know, we know they're not better than us. They wasn't better than us over those two games. You know, they wasn't. No one can say that they was. And even they know they wasn't. You know, they got lucky in the end to get the goal at the end. It could have gone either way. They weren't better than us over those two games. And Next season, we're going to be even better than we are now. And I, I, I would love to play them. We've played them two seasons in a row. We've got we've got closer each time. Let's play them next year and beat them. Let's, it's our time. So let, let's do that. Um, so no, we don't want them to win. Let them come runners up. Let, let us play them in the knockout stage again next next year. That's what we want to do and beat them. That's what we need to do. Um, and show them that, you know... We are uh, we, we're the we're the, the up-and-coming team in Europe. We are. I, I can sense it. We showed that this season, didn't we? With a depleted squad, that we can, you know, whether we can win the Champions League, it's it's a big ask, isn't it? When you look at Barcelona, how good they are, and some of the other teams. But we're there. We're not far off. We wasn't far off this year. And yeah, uh, let, let's let's do it next year. Herman says, I wonder about uh, Viv and Bev. They won't leave because they're injured and. They're going to be injured at the start of the season, so they're not going to be. No one's going to buy an injured player, are they? Anyway, no one's going to take an injured player on, so they will stay. And um, at least next, uh, Viv, at least next season, we'll see what happens. You know, she's going to be a year older, um, and she might want a big move before her career ends. Or, you know, if if Beth stays, Viv will probably stay. 
let's be honest. So, you know, they're kind of tied at the hip these days. So if, if Beth stays, and I'm sure Beth will, Beth's got no intention of leaving Arsenal, I don't think, at all. I think she's more than happy to stay out the rest of her career at Arsenal. So that might persuade Viv to stay as well. Because I think that did last year. I think one of the reasons Viv ended up staying for that extra year or signing a new contract was partly down to Beth as well. So, um, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff's got to happen in the future. There's going to be contracts coming up, contracts renewed, other players will leave. Some players will leave inevitably, unfortunately, and others will come in. That's football, isn't it? And we'll enjoy, we'll enjoy the ride, whatever happens, you know, whoever comes in and goes, we'll all enjoy it. Herbert says next season that we will be better. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I think we'll definitely be better next season. We'd have learned a lot from this season, the experiences that we've had, the, the togetherness of the team that we mentioned before, the, the spirit that they've shown, all that's going to come and going to be put to good use next season. And I think we could really, we're going to really have a great set. This season has been a great season in the circumstances. And I think next season is going to be even better. And we are going to be here to enjoy it, of course, as always. Um, don't forget tomorrow, of course, the, the men are playing a bit of a pointless game in many ways. Now that the title's gone, but um, it's still a game that we'll, we'll watch. Um, I probably won't be doing a watch along. I might do a show after the game to talk about the game and look at uh, do an instant review after the game afterwards tomorrow. Um, instead of doing, I'll see. I might change my mind and do a watch along. I don't know yet. But I'm definitely doing a watch along on Sunday of the Arsenal against Chelsea game. So join me for that at quarter past 12. And I say I'll probably I'll probably will do something after the game tomorrow. I might just sit and watch it and then do a show about eight o'clock, looking back on the games. If you're around for that, join me for that as well. Herman says a move to another club is no guarantee for us. I says no, it isn't absolutely not. It's no guarantee you'll fit in at another club either, is it? You know, some players work well at one club and they move and they, it doesn't work. We've seen that happen plenty of times, haven't we, in our own team? So. Um, Emerson says, hey, what are your thoughts on the player from Benfica linked to us? Yeah, we mentioned that before. That's um, Chloe Lacasse, who we, we spoke about before. Yeah, we, you know, we kind of agree that she's a goal scorer and you can't get too many goal scorers in your squad. So if, if we can get her, let's get her in. Um, as long as she's not the only attacking player we buy, we'll be happy because she looks like she, she could be decent. Um, we, we kind of compared her before to Hafaela, you know, a player maybe in their 30s coming from a, a, a so-called lower league, but coming to the WSL and had a massive impact. Why can't Chloe Lacasse do that? She knows where the goal is. There's no doubt about that. She's a finisher and she, she'd be a good player to have. So, yeah, I'd say let's get her if we can. Um, but let's not let's not stop trying to get Russo as well. Let's get them both. Uh, plus a load of other players. Whether we can afford to do that, I don't know. But anyway, uh, we, we sold out the Emirates, sixty thousand fans. We can we can buy whoever we like because you know that's that's where we are as a club. You know, Chelsea wouldn't sell. Chelsea wouldn't be able to sell out that. Look at their their end at the FA Cup final. It was half empty. You know, it was Man United fans that filled out Wembley and Andreas, of course, and and Man United fans. That's what filled out Wembley. It wasn't Chelsea fans. You know, so we can fill out, we can sell out the Emirates. We can buy whoever we want. Let's get them all in. That's what I say. Um, and let's go for it next season and uh, and show that we're the best because we are the best anyway, but we need to prove it with trophies, don't we? Um, that's what we need to do. We've got one this year and let's let's get some more next year because I quite like winning trophies. It's quite fun, isn't it? Winning cup finals. That was good. We need to we need to do that a bit more, I reckon. Um, and he says, it's funny how Beth wasn't, Probably happy with Viv's arrival back in 2017. And look what's happening now. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah. You're probably right. But it's just how life goes, isn't it, I suppose? And, um, you know, now, um, you know, they, I say they're sort of tied out of hip, aren't they? It's, it's just weird, isn't it, that they've both got those injuries so close together and they're recovering together, really. I, mean, I suppose it's good, really, that they've got... Um, They've got each other to, to help them through it. Herbert says, lately I've been watching Hayley Onstrom, an American golfer. Lovely to watch. Better than um, 
politics. Well, yeah, it's definitely better than watching politics, 100%. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of watching golf. I quite like playing golf, but I'm not a massive fan of watching it, actually. I, I don't know. I don't think it I don't think it goes well on TV for some reason. I've never actually been to a golf event live. That, that might be good. I don't know. But I don't. I'm not overly keen on watching it on the telly, I must be honest. But I, I don't mind playing a bit of golf, I must admit. It's quite nice. Terry says, at least if Forrest beat us tomorrow, we can say Forrest lost us the league and not Man City made us bottle it. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. Yeah, if, if uh, I mean, to be fair, it's already it's already lost, isn't it? Brighton, Brighton cost us the league by beating us last week. That's that's what happened. Um, to be honest, I quite, want for, I, I quite like Forrest to stay up, actually, because I quite like Nottingham Forest as a club. I think that, you know, when I grew up, in the 1970s, they were a very good team. Brian Clough, just a fantastic manager. And they played some great football. And, you know, I, I probably, when I was about eight or nine years old, I, I could maybe have supported Nottingham Forest because I used to enjoy watching them play. They was on the telly quite a lot because they were in Europe and they were doing well. and used to see them. Well, that's probably more on the telly than Arsenal. And I kind of always had a soft spot for Forest. I just loved the way they played. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I'd quite like them to stay up. But... They they got uh, they still need a result somewhere. NA says stay safe and have a good weekend, guys. Always a gem of a show, you guys. And yourself, mate. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. Um, Herman says I, I played a lot of golf. Yeah, I, I play a bit of golf, not as much as I'd like to. I think I'll you know when I stop playing football, I might play a bit more golf. But I do enjoy a good uh, a good bit of golf. So that's something that um, I'll look at doing a bit more of in the future, maybe. But yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of watching it particularly. I find it a little bit slow, shall we say. Um, but it's, it's good to play. Um, so that's the that's the Arsenal Women's Weekly for this week. It's been it's been a, a, a decent enough week. We got the, the three points we needed against Everton. Yes, the injury was terrible and another one that we didn't need. Um, but we've got a massive game on Sunday. The big one. It's the biggest game of the season. I love playing against... Well, I say I love playing against Chelsea. I love it because it's such a big game. It's great to beat them. It's horrible to lose to them. But let's hope we can pull it out of the bag. You know, we, we've... We've surprised, I think that the girls have surprised us this season with some of the performances we've produced in difficult circumstances throughout this season. We've, we've been magnificent and one more on Sunday would be fantastic. Let's hope we can see a really big Arsenal performance again and uh, show Emma that she can't have it all her own way. They might well win the league. They won the FA Cup, but we, we're still around and we're still fighting them and we're still going to be around for the next few years. So she needs to get used to us and we, we'll show them on Sunday that we're still here. Um, Terry says, I like watching golf. It beats counting sheep. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's not quite that bad, but it, I, I do find it a little bit too slow personally to watch, but each their own. It's a great sport. There's no doubt about that. It's very, very, uh, it's very technical, isn't it? It's a very skillful sport, golf, actually. You've got to be, you've got to have good high-end coordination. You, you, it's a really clever sport, but um, but yeah, maybe not the most exciting to watch. Uh, anyway, that's that then. We'll, I'll be back uh, at some point tomorrow night for the Nottingham Forest game, either for the game or afterwards. I'll, I'll stick a thing out for that. And of course, Sunday, quarter past 12, I'll definitely be here for the watch-along Chelsea against Arsenal. Come on, let's do it, Arsenal. Come on, let's beat Chelsea. Amar's going to be right this week. He's going to get his score right. We're going to win. It's going to be great. So thanks to all you guys for watching. Thanks for all your comments, as always. Uh, thanks to Andreas, of course. Uh, have you enjoyed the show again yeah of course i enjoyed the show i enjoyed the discussion um uh, with our viewers too interesting to read what they what they uh think or, or want want us to discuss so uh, as always i enjoyed it and uh, looking forward to the next match indeed and hopefully um next week's show we might well have uh amar and matt in the flesh back on the, on the channel we'll have to wait and see herbert says can't play anymore because my left ankle is kaput mm -hmm. oh, that's, that's yeah. no good is it 
Just play, just play with. Uh, do, you, do you need your ankles to play golf? You sort of need your arms more than your legs, don't you? Really, I suppose you could get get in the trolley, sit in a get in a golf trolley, so you've got to walk between your shots and just get drove about and just hit the ball. That's what you need to do. You can always play. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a great show. Uh, so it's a shame that obviously Matt and Amar couldn't be with us, but I so say hopefully I'll be back next week. We'll be back next Friday too. It's going to be an end of season special, isn't it? Next Friday, the last weekend of the season, the last game. We'll be looking forward to that. So we're looking into that on Friday next week, and then. Probably the week after, we'll do our end of season review. Yeah. We'll look back on the season. We'll give all our, our awards out, a few good awards this season that's going to be coming up. So that'll be the week after. But next week, we'll have we'll look into the final weekend of the season. Who's going to win the league? Because it's it's going to go down to the last game one way or the other. Whether we're involved or not, um, it's going to go down to the last game. So it's going to be exciting to finish. So we'll look all ahead to that next week. Um, there'll be one or two other shows during the week as well, I'm sure. Um, I think Melvin's back with Highbury Matters on Wednesday, so that'll be good. Uh, we'll probably throw a show in somewhere along the line as well. And if um, if you if you're a fan of the other channel that I've done, the the the, the, the drone channel, I'll have another video out tomorrow, probably or Sunday, uh, looking at another football club, a local football club. So. It's, Stay tuned for that as well. But we'll definitely be back for the game on Sunday. Come on, you Gunners. Let's do it. Let's beat Chelsea. End the season on a high. That's what we want to see. It's going to be good. So join us for that. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for watching. See you soon. Yeah. Bye. To Arsenal now, Frieda Marnham again inside here looking for a second goal. Oh, she's got a second goal. That seals it. Frieda Marnham again.